You get it. You too, Tom. You get it, Tom. Tom, welcome aboard. One of us. One of us. Nerd on. What is everyone? Every oh. wand. Huh? Oh. Uh, welcome to Nerd uh. on the Podcast. You didn't need, but you deserve where all levels of nerd are welcome. You are. Uh, whether or not you're a witch or a wizard or perhaps a muggle. Uh, or you're a witch that never went to Hogwarts. Today, <laughs> we escape our shackles of Azkaban and return to the wizarding Ooh. world of Harry Potter. Today, we are joined by one of our Harry Potter expert, experts, Mikey now. Hello. Uh, wh- wh- what's your title? My title? Yeah. What Stooge. do you want your title to be? Oh, oh, the artist formerly known, known as, as the, the Half-Blood <laughs> Prince. <laughs> Perfect. Can we? Uh, <laughs> but before we dive too far into today's episode, let's introduce the host. I'm Corey. I'm Caitlin. I'm Mikey. And I'm Tom. And I'm Ollie. And today's episode is brought to you in part by the members of the Nerd On Nation, which is powered by a Patreon. Oh. It is a membership service where you can join to support your fellow creators or any creators. Creators. <laughs> creators. Such us as ourselves. Being, such as ourselves. <laughs> and uh, you can you can choose the, the tier and the price that fits your lifestyle and what you want to get out of the Nerd On Nation. Yeah. If you want to learn more about some of these cool features like the Discord server. Like discounts. the early access to merch and discounts to merch. You can find out more at nerdon.io backslash Patreon. That's correct. Well done. But that's not the only uh, caped crusaders those help us out. Um, some people... <laughs> Uh, like to read certain things uh, digitally because they don't have a comic book store near them. So what can we do, y'all? We can suggest them to help out by uh, supporting us by using nerdon.io backslash comicsology powered by comicsology Comixology. powered by Amazon <laughs> powered by the you. number one. <laughs> it's, some would say it's the number one source for comic books on the internet. But up, up. Ding. You're watching Disney Channel. You can tell them we sent you. <laughs> Sorry. Um, By visiting the special URL. Yes. Um, our our old promo code is no longer uh, in use until further notice, and we might get some more. But uh, we'll yes, see. We'll see. Uh, if you want to be able to read comic books through digitally and have a great UI interface to kind of just swipe around between different panels, uh, I think it's quite wonderful, and it always helps us out, makes us the best podcast we can be, and also uh, informs some things that you guys might like that we can t- cover in more comic books later on. Yes. Wow. House and Don of X, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Without let's... further ado, let's talk about the marquee topic. Yes. Uh, so Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaran. Yes. What? No. Azkaban. Azkaban. Uh, the film, not the book. Uh, so, yeah, this is interesting because, you know, it's been a I feel like it's always been a while. Mm-hmm. But it's it been has. a while since we've <laughs> actually had to uh, talk about something that's completed. Yes. Right. So at been. the end of the episode, we're going to rate it. So yes. that means right now, we're going to guess, guess that grump. Don't Harry Everyone at home, if you're not familiar with Guess That Grump or the Nerd on Podcast, welcome. Uh, the Guess That Grump Sorry is a about segment, that, first of all. <laughs> and welcome. It's a segment Hi of our there. show where we like to uh, guess who is going to have the lowest rating, one out of five. No matter how high it is, you are the grump, grump for the week. Uh, since this is completed, we will rate it that way. 
Uh, and since I always go first, I never remix it in the way I want to talk about it. I will guess that the person who will rate it the lowest will be Ali. Oh. I always guess you. It doesn't matter. That's cool. Whatever. Uh, who's going next? <laughs> uh, Ali. Uh, I am going to select Kaylin. Ooh. Hmm. 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 Well. Interesting uh, choice. Mikey, who do you guess? And th- for those of you listening at home, if you were missing a familiar voice, Josh is not with us today. He's dealing with family. He's dealing with family shit. Uh, no. Uh, he, he, we wish him a speedy recovery. He fell ill. He went to Azkaban. Yeah, he went yeah, to yeah. Azkaban. Yep, yep. He got the Dementor's kiss. Too much uh, apology oh, special. Don't joke about that, yeah. Tom. That's serious. On his butt. That's very serious. Oh. On his butt. Mikey, who's, recover, who's the ground? Who do you think is going to be the lowest rating of this episode? You know, Caitlin. <gasps> Wow. Gotta keep it consistent. What? I like how you had the little southern twang. Caitlin. 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 Hey, Caitlin. Who do you think is going to be the grunt? The grunt. <laughs> the grunt. I think it's going to be you, Corey. Mm. I know I'm wrong, but I chose it anyway. <laughs> I am often wrong. Um, how do you guess something but know that it's a wrong guess? You know. Huh. Retroactively. <laughs> uh, I, re- I would be an idiot to choose Mikey. Uh, so therefore, I will choose... This is tough. He might hate this one. Is this a trick set up because he knows that I've changed my name? Yeah. Legally. To the, to the half blood Formerly known as the half fudge prince. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say... The half fudge prince? I'll say Ali, <laughs> just to, to mix it up a bit. Let's do it. Watch it be Tom. And now we get our votes from the Nerd on Nation. If you come to the part of the Nerd on Nation, you get to vote on who you think the grump will be. Get some shout outs at the end. Uh, so let's see what we mm. have. And you're watching Disney Channel. <laughs> well, everyone listening, I'm just playing with my wand. <laughs> so, and then I'm using my Harry Potter wand. The Nerd on Nation believes that Tom oh. will be. I love our nation, but goddamn, they're wrong sometimes, baby. Week. Uh, followed closely right. by Ali. Okay. Uh, but it is a landslide vote for Tom. Good. So yeah. Tom, well, because so I know I don't like kids, I like punching them. Yeah, and that, uh, they're getting older. That's and older. a thing yeah. in this movie is punching kids. Yeah. So that means uh, you and I will give our rating. Or actually, Mike will give his rating first at the end of the episode, followed by me and Tom, and then uh, Kaylin and Ali. You can duke it out to see who is last. Cool, cool. Uh, and now uh, <laughs> the complete spoiler of that. Uh, we're going to do our initial reactions and first impressions. If you're across uh, the pond, yeah, Mikey, why don't you start us off with your first impressions of this movie? The first time you saw it, the first time or I read saw it, it, whatever one. Uh, ooh, the first time I saw it. Um, so change of director, and I I'd gotten this like mm-hmm. magazine. At Kroger when uh-huh. I was working there Jesus. when I was fourteen or fifteen. Shout so out like, to Kroger. Was Shout it like, out to Kroger. Was it like forty years ago? Uh, yeah, <laughs> thirty-five. Close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crap. Um, <laughs> so I had. I still have all like the the pages I tore out. They're still on my Aww. dresser. Don't awe at me. It's cute. It's what a. It's, He's so old. I know. Whatever. Um, it's cute. It had such a different look that I was like excited, but like. I didn't like it as much as the first two initially, but it it grew on me. And then watching it with Tom, he pointed out a lot of things that made me change my mind. Mm. But it wasn't my favorite movie of the yeah. saga until like probably right now. Uh, <laughs> I, saw, wow. I watched it twice yesterday and I loved it. Like, yeah. All yeah. the things I didn't notice because I pay attention to the story because I just want it to be close to the book. Um, but my initial reaction was like, I'm going to go back and watch the first two again. And I liked it. I really, yeah. li- I really liked it. I'm being negative. I really liked it. I give it a six. No, you don't don't rate it yet. He knows. Uh, (laughs) Out of what? Out of a thousand. So uh, I'll go next. I I um, am one of those kids uh, who would go to like the midnight viewing Mm -hmm. movies, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, I was fucking blown away when Mm -hmm. I first saw this movie. So 
this is this happens to also be my favorite book in the series. So I I did go in very like, oh, it's better fucking get my characters right, and it did. Mm-hmm. Like I was very pleased with the aesthetic of it, and it's kind of that. The thing I like about the Harry Potter movies and the books uh, is that they grow with the audience. Um, and it's supposed to be like that. And it's Yeah, it's supposed to be like that. And this is the first turn into the, okay, we're getting older now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not quite as bright and magical. Uh, and like, oh, older. what is all this yeah. shit? Right. Like stuff's established and now mm-hmm. we're going to, like I, I always say this a lot, but it's kind of like an Empire Strikes Back kind of situation where we're like, okay, we had the fun. Yeah. Now let's dig our nails in a little bit and explore what the dangers of this world can be. Now can these mm-hmm. kids actually act? Um, and, uh, I remember being, uh, off put and Mikey, we talked about this when we watched it together. I remember when I was younger being off put by it changing the, uh, layout of the Mm -hmm. castle, but not in a negative way. I was just kind of like, oh, I thought I knew where everything was and what it looked like. And it's different, but it's, it's a better different. Mm -hmm. Like it, it looks a little more lived in and less set PC, which Mm -hmm. I, I really dig. It felt um, more like a castle and not a school. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I I, still stick to that. This is probably my favorite in the series to this day. To this day! <laughs> still. Yeah. Um, so who and, voted for Corey? And watching think... it again uh, just solidified that fact. Especially because I haven't watched it in probably four or five years. Mm-hmm. And since then, starting the podcast and, you know, pushing myself to study film language, it's, it's held up against all of that. So. Yeah. Well, I think the first two, it's interesting that you say that. I think the first two, they were trying to establish Hogwarts as like this magical place. Yeah. And I think that's why maybe it looked a little bit more pristine and kind of fantastical. But now it's like maybe just carry on. You're like, aware. You know, like his his style. Everything. But like you. But it's also the book. The book it's gets It's a bit dark. more realistic yeah. in that yeah. sense. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. How about you, Ollie? What's your um, impressions then? For me, I actually really enjoyed the third movie a lot. Um, uh, I'm a big fan of Alfonso Cuarón's. Cuarón. Cuarón. Am I saying that wrong? There's no I. Cuarón. Uh, I, I, I really like his visual style and like I was really like I didn't appreciate this when I first saw it but especially like during the viewing to catch myself up for this episode I noticed that I really liked the way he brought his own like film style to this and like somehow made it work really well with it and instead of it like you definitely get the the dark grittiness like children of man kind of feel but but like, because you could see him wanting to do some of this. Tom. He does a couple of those camera moves, and they're not as like elaborate as that movie. But yeah, he was actually told by his friends to do the film, but to tone back his style a little bit style. and try to shoehorn it in between the transitions where his like, own style and the first two films. So he kind of had hmm. to. He did a happy medium of like, yeah. I'm gonna put my shit in there, but I'm I'm still gonna have the a lot of the aesthetic from the first and it two. just works in a weird like cool way it, like what, what were you saying about the transitions well he kind of uses them for like transitions in a way like you see like they had a scene outside hermione and 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 uh and harry and then like they run inside but then like that's his time to shine that's his time to do his thing so he instead of following them through he just kind of goes up on the castle uh-huh. up to the bell and like through, through the, the bell, glass and then mm-hmm. and then they come back into scene like he did he does that a couple times in the movie and I I really like it because like you get this like atmospheric kind of time to spend with the castle and almost kind of not quite became its own character like it does in like other think, movies but I, like I it starts a, it's starting to become 
more of its own character. And it gives you that sense. kind of whimsical feel of like, yeah. oh, we're floating and flying through glass. And Yeah, it kind of had a, like, a, maybe it was just kind of some of the winter setting in some of the movie. Oh, uh, yeah. And game a little Burton-esque. I almost wanted to hear, like, Elfman come. Kind of like that darker <laughs> winter <laughs> kind of vibe. And I just loved the way it looked and everything was kind of, like I thought it was funny. Hermione always had like a dirty hoodie on. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was like, that's just like the Maybe style. Maybe she was poor. How dare you? Her parents were orthodontists. They could afford better clothes. That's for her. true. For sure. For sure. She was just really busy that year. Or Meta. she was wearing Rons. Ron doesn't no. wear a pink hoodie because his mom makes some sweaters with his names on. Maybe she was trying or to do laundry got... that day, but it was busy and it just didn't ask a pan out. Oh. <laughs> well, she's got that little. Uh... <laughs> That little plot turner. I mean, a time turner. Yeah, she could have waited. She could have. She yeah. could have gone. So back I guess she's a one. prisoner plot. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think she would have used her time turner to go back in time and do her laundry? I don't think the time turner would have been used in every other fucking movie after this. Anyways, but hey, uh, quick question, uh, Caitlin, what was your first reaction? <laughs> um, when I first saw it, the the tonal shift was a lot for me. I was not as fond of it being the the more grown up, darker, grittier. It, is held, it has a lot. Can more, I agree with you? I think that was yeah. what it was for me. Yeah. And like there was a lot of horror aspects yeah. of this. It was terrifying. Like horror. things were whatever. Horror. Horror. All the horror. For the East Coast. <laughs> East Coast. Yeah. Um, Kids. So a lot of horror uh, <laughs> aspects were in this. And I didn't like that because I was super very not into anything scary at all. So I was like, I mean, oh, no. You weren't. Still yeah. not. Still not. Still not. Uh, but extra super not into <laughs> before. Um, so this was just, it didn't sit quite as right, but it still had a lot of that magic in it. Um, and then of, I feel like he needed it though for a little bit for the subject matter. Yes. Yeah, no, it was yeah. definitely More so than the other two. Definitely, it was or, like a necessary books, next step. Or were you just a movie kid? Yeah, because no, I hadn't both. read the books up to this. Both. So it was both for you. So those movies first for this one for me. For then you, it was book. books first. For everybody it was, else, I assume. Yeah, books, books and then movies. And mm. then we did like the midnights of yes. everything that we could. We always um, oh, love that. But but yeah, but watching it now is a totally different experience. Like I feel mm. like I have two initial reactions. Yeah. That's, from, yeah. The that's one why from we do childhood the and then the same. Yeah. yeah. And now the, we're adults. And now and we're adults. And we'll do that about our new reaction later. <laughs> Myself. Uh, do it, child. Just like everyone else, I fucking hated this movie when I was a kid because I was like, everyone fuck. else except me. I'm the only one so I didn't far. Hate it. No, yeah. okay. I was like, so I was like no, not hated, but it was like, it's dark. I don't like yeah. it. the tone. It's scary. Blah, blah. That's I, what want, I liked about it. I, like Chris, right <laughs> I want Chris Columbus to like still do his style and murder people by kids. Um, because that's Home Alone. Yeah, yeah uh, there's a lot of deaths well, yeah. in Home Alone. So, and then that's how it is. But uh, this one, I was just like, to me, this was like the one I felt like I wanted to skip every time. Um, and I remember reading the book and I was just like, I was like, this also sucks. And then like watching the movie, I was just like, God, this is just so dark and grim and blah, blah, blah. And who gives a crap? And they moved all the things around. And then as an adult, I was like, oh, I was stupid then. That's cool. And then, uh, wow. and then I, wa- and then I was like, old oh. statement. Yeah. yeah. Then yeah. you had a different view on life. How about that one? No, I was stupid then. You're everyone's young and dumb at one point, And then they realize their, their life is ending. And they're like, young, oh, dumb I, and full of fun. They're like, oh, I should be smart now. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so am yeah. I wrong? No. Uh, Never now are. I'm just old and full of fun. Uh, yeah. And I just, Trap people in my basement. Anyway, so... Uh, brief synap? I like it, yeah. Good so job. brief synopsis and uh, production. production. So, uh, Mikey, take us away on the brief synap. All right, try to do this in like f- 15 sentences. Fade in. We'll help you in. <laughs> okay. So it starts... In a world. Um, <laughs> so, we open up. Uh, Harry's trying to do his homework. I'm going to do this like shot by shot, aren't I? Let's yeah, you are. Yeah, do so it. he's trying to get his homework done. Um, 
in his under his bed sheet because uh, you're not allowed to do magic outside. You're not allowed of to do magic. It's really kind of a cool intro, yeah. but mm-hmm. goes in through the window. Uh, his aunt Marge and cousin Ripper, the dog, come and just wreck the rest of his summer while he's trying to get like a permission slip signed to go to Hogsmeade. Um, doesn't get it done. He's a little frustrated. Marge accuses his parents of being deadbeats, and he what blows does he say? her up. He says a he says a lazy piece of shit and a, and a drunk. Essentially, a lazy piece of shit and a yeah. and a fucking drunk. After yeah. a commotion, he leaves. Uh, yeah, so she blows up, flows away. Uh, Dudley finally re- <laughs> like sees it uh, after yeah. a thing pops in his face. Uh, so she floats away. He's on the run. Nightbus comes and saves him after he sees the Grim. The Grim. And mm-hmm. so Stan Shunpike, the coolest guy in the whole school, yep. uh, saves him um, and then takes him to what, Nocturne Alley. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. No, Leaky Cauldron. Leaky. Sorry. Leaky Cauldron. Leaky Cauldron. <laughs> like, yeah. Cauldron. He doesn't go there. In Nocturne Alley. He's in London. Um, so he takes it away, Ern, and then they go. Uh, to Fudge. Leaky Cauldron to meet Fudge, where Fudge is like super relieved that he's still alive. Um, because there's a killer on the loose and unbeknownst to Sirius Black, Sirius Black on, on the loose. loose, and he wants to kill Harry. You it's find serious. Out. It's very, very serious. Serious um, matters. So it's just black matter. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. It's um, okay. Anyway, so uh, everybody's relieved <laughs> that Harry's still alive. That Sirius didn't kill him. Um, they go to Hogwarts and well uh, on the Ron's, Ron's dad's like hey man you can't be you know, so, yeah. out here he's like can't go looking for him no matter what and right. like, why would I look, why for, would I look for somebody who wants to kill me, me. Um, and then the whole movie he's looking for the guy who's trying mm-hmm. to kill him yeah yeah kind of weird how yeah. that happens so, he's so you're, good at listening you're introduced to Professor Trelawney who I, is my favorite character in the movie one of them but um, on the way to school they're on a train and then oh, oh yeah, yeah. Death Eaters come and we meet not Death Eaters Dementors so we meet Professor Lupin who is our our favorite character yes Uh, you get a taste of who the Dementors are and how um, to stop sensitive uh, Harry is to them and And um, how much they target Harry how much they target Harry Uh, and then Malfoy makes fun of him for fainting because he's a he's a dick yeah um goodness okay we meet Lupin who uses a Patronus eat this you'll feel better gives him the he's, chocolate he's a Patronus not Patron Patron's a drink I would fake he was probably out. drinking Patron <laughs> probably like, he drunk. seems drunk I'm I, not homeless anymore, anymore. Uh, we get, I would 100% fake pass out all the time if people were just gonna give me chocolate yeah, when I we wake get, up sure. <laughs> we, get, we get Michael Gambit Dumbledore new, who Dumbledore. says hey don't give the Dementors a reason to come after you we go to Defense of Dark Arts Lupin he says hey here's a bogger. we do the Boggarts and montage then, yep. and then all of a sudden he's Boggarts missing one so day good. and then Snape says go to page 394 let's look up werewolves <laughs> McLean. And then, um, uh, so then, uh, Harry's sad because he can't do, go well, to Hogsmeade. Well, they do the Buckbeat. They do the Buckbeat yeah, thing. The buck Buckbeat attacks, yep. uh, mm-hmm. Draco because Draco's not paying dick. attention to Hagrid. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's killed me. Um, he's killed me. Uh, Buckbeat scratches him. Uh, Malfoy dies. Malfoy hopefully <laughs> dies. Yeah. But he doesn't. No, he, but he doesn't. Uh, but Harry has proven himself to be a worthy. They go to Hogsmeade. Uh, Harry fucks with him under the cloak of invisibility. Yeah, girl. And then he's taken by George and uh, Fred, who give him the Marauders map, Marauders so he can map. find ways to sneak around mm-hmm. to get away from mm-hmm. uh, Sirius if he needs. And he could see everybody. Yes, you can see everybody. Everybody. Uh, using this map one night, he's sneaking around and he sees the footprints of Peter Pettigrew, which hey. is strange Ooh, because you find out early in the film that dead. Sirius Black dead. was supposed to kill him and only live left a finger. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's serious. confronted by Snape and Lupin comes in and saves the day but is like super mad at Harry uh, even though he's not in front of Snape. He's like, you can't fuck around with this kind of stuff. This is a map directly to you. Mm-hmm. If Sirius got this, like would, what would happen? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he tells Lupin, hey, by the way, I don't think that thing works. I saw Peter Pettigrew on there and Lupin's like, I said, 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 
Ron is finds his mouse that's been missing and Rat. is taken by a grim and dragged under the whomping willow. Oh, bad uh, stuff. It's bad. Yeah, not great. A not Scoo- ideal. Scooby Doo mystery ensues. And was, yeah, then mm-hmm. the time turner happens. Uh, we find out that Sirius is actually an innocent man, and uh, Wormtail uh, is a piece of shit who sold out Harry's parents. And he says, "Well, yeah. what would have you have done?" So, and Sirius says one of my favorite lines: "I would have died for them." This is all kind of made so into light because McGonagall is the one that says like Sirius Black was their friend and he set the yeah. the Potters and up. he's his godfather and Peter Pettigrew was like who was killed yeah. in the thing. But then we we get at the very end was that this is actually a flip. Yeah, and Peter Pettigrew was actually the friend and Sirius Black mm-hmm. was the one that's trying. We to get a double him. twist essentially in the yeah. movie. Um, but yeah, so Lupin's a werewolf. Then There's we a time fight. Turner, uh, so that uh, Hermione and Harry go. Hermione back and Harry in time. go on this like time adventure, which, as Tom said, deals with time travel better than Endgame. Endgame. Yeah, uh, and they basically relive all these moments where they were kind of saved by the skin of their teeth, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you find out that it's actually them saving themselves. They save Buckbeak, uh, and they return back in time right after Dumbledore closes the door from before to tell them to go back Super in time. Cool. Uh, and they save the day. Uh, Sirius still has to be on the run. Lupin resigns. Uh, yep, Lupin resigns. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But Trelawney he's very proud. Um, her, her second ever correct prophecy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Uh, and yeah, and uh, we end the day. Uh, Harry replaces his broken uh, broom from Professor McGonagall with the broom that Sirius Black gives yep. him, which is the fi- firebolt. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, insane. Yeah. Oh, Everyone wants Mac-io to ride on it. Fireball. And then we get that, uh, what did you sing the other day after? Everywhere like, you look, everywhere <laughs> you see, you remain. What? No, what's happening? <laughs> so yeah, that was like, <laughs> I you to a kiss from a rose. I can't escape this song. It's never gonna I was hoping the new year would make this go away, no, but it's no. here to now, stay. Singing's so fun. You said earlier that you sing all the time. I do, but oh, I Oh, we do. should have said kiss on a rose from the gray main. Uh, so nope. yeah, I think that was about ten minutes. Yeah, about ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. So the production. Give us the production. So this film is distributed by Warner Brothers Pictures. The director is Alfonso Cuarón, who uh, best known from films such as Gravity, Children of Men, and Roma. Check out that episode with John the Freaks. Um, and producers <laughs> is Christopher Columbus, who did the first two films. Uh, who produced films such as uh, Jingle All the Way, Bicentennial Man, I Love You, Beth Cooper, David Heyman, who uh, did Paddington for Josh. Paddington. Um, I said Paddington. Didn't I know. Okay, Paddington for Josh. Once Upon a Time uh, in Hollywood for Bruce Lee. Uh, I am Mar- uh, I am Legend for Caitlin. Um, and Mark Radcliffe, who uh, produced uh, films such as uh, Christmas Chronicles, Mrs. Doubtfire for Corey. No relation. Um, the Help. Uh, Lauren Orleans, who direct, who produced the IMAX version, which is interesting because all his credits say the IMAX versions. Weird. Um, produced, uh, produced the IMAX oh. versions of V for Vendetta, Transformers, and The Dark Knight. Um, writer Steve Cloves, who is uh, well known to done all the Harry Potter stuff, but things that you haven't has, uh, you haven't heard of: uh, The Amazing Spider-Man, uh, Wonder Boys, and Flesh and Bone. Oh, he did the best Spider-Man film, the worst one. Uh, yeah. And then the cast oh, he didn't is do Spider-Man Three. No, he did Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, so the best one. He did cool. uh, he did Stuttering Peter Parker. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So Daniel Radcliffe, uh, who was in films such as Horns, Lady in White, and Swiss Army Man, Rupert Grint. Uh, Charlie Countryman, Moonwalkers, and the Snatch TV show, and the Ed Sheeran music video, uh, and Emma Watson, who was uh, was recently not recently, uh, I guess I, I feel like it was recent, but uh, was in Bling Ring, Perks of Wall- Being a Wallflower, and Beauty and the Beast. Uh, Gary Oldman, The Fifth Element, uh, The Professional, and Darkest Hour, where he got the Academy Award, and Alan Rickman, who is from Galaxy Quest, Dogma, Die Hard, uh, and Dogma. David Thewlis, yeah. who is uh, I remember mm. mostly from Dragonheart. But you may remember him from films such as Wonder Woman and The Omen. And The Big Lebowski. And The Big Lebowski as a nihilist. No, he's not a nihilist. Not a nihilist. He's just just a friend. friend. He's the the writer. He laughs Um, a lot. Release date was June 4th, 2004. Runtime is 142 minutes. Gross, 
uh, and budget. So the budget of the film was 130 million, and it grossed 796.9 million. <laughs> it is oh. the only movie in the franchise to not cross 800. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rotten Tomato score for it is 90. No. No kidding. Re-release in theaters this week. (laughs) This is Harry Potter Endgame. So uh, Rotten Tomatoes score is uh, 90% critics and 86% audience. Nice. Uh, That's done, done, done. Sweet. So that brings us to our uh, favorite parts, characters, and the rest of the meat and potatoes of the show. Uh, Mikey, you want to start us off on our favorite parts here? Favorite parts or favorite characters first? Favorite Favorite parts. parts. Favorite parts. Um, Just pick one. And we'll go round robin. Probably Lupin's mustache. I, you know, <laughs> my favorite part. Probably, yeah, of him. You know, okay, you know what? I I talked about it, and this is probably. <laughs> uh, we were talking about favorite body parts, right? It's more appropriate Not here than same. it is in oh, uh, Wonder Peter Pettigrew's finger. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. oh, uh. oh my gosh! There, okay, well, I'm just gonna get really specific because I I really That's really enjoyed show. the movie this time around. I think my my favorite part was. Probably in the staircases, uh, watching Sir Cadagan in the background. Oh yeah, they never the mention ghost. him, but he is in the books. They do sprinkled in the, in the book. books a million times, and he's just this cowardly knight in the background that takes up all the background space, and he just he's like that in one- the book. He's a he's just trolls people. Yeah, like it, that's his. That's oh, in the, yeah. in the paintings. Yeah, in a normal. Oh, yeah, yeah. In a normal- like, oh. In a normal huh? film, yeah. he oh. he would have been like a like an extra that's too much. Yeah, but this was like perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I think it was just. More broad the the attention to detail that you can't. The one where really he pops totally... up in the background when they're looking at the missing <laughs> yeah. lady. Oh, it, got me. it got me. Um, also, I would say that oh. just how sweet McGonagall it is, is and Lupin is to the kids, and yeah. how um, McGonagall's not sweet at all. She's so sweet when she tells Potter he can't go to hug. No, she's like, no, I am not a parent or a guardian. That would be inappropriate. When and she, she said, goes back. I'm sorry. Well, when she says that's rules. my final word, I was like, ah, oh, you feel it. She wants it. She doesn't want to do it. Yeah. She doesn't want to do gotta. it. She's got it. But she's got it. I remember how much you loved the Lupin line of, eat this. You'll feel better. You'll feel better. And it's yeah. He says it like Whoa. three times. He says it like three times. Three or two or three times. It's just sweet. And my theory behind it, and I don't remember if they talk about it in the books, is that he does the same thing after waking up from being a werewolf. Oh. Is that he he, he has chocolate, chocolate so that he can like yeah. feel better? Yeah, because he's like, he's like oh, I killed a lot of people. I have some chocolate, and I think that's why I I want to believe that's probably why it's one of his character traits. And that's or he just hangs around. It's hundred percent my head can announce. Right? So. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, well, they say that uh, J.K.'s uh, the Dementors represented her, her depression. depression. Do you think she ate chocolate when she? Yeah, felt for depressed? sure. Oh yeah. Do you Cho- think that was like, chocolate's the what's chocolate that, releases what's that endorphins? What's that sexual thing? Serotonin. It's oh, are you talking about it's a aphrodisiac? Yeah, aphrodisiac. So yeah, chemical changes and stuff like that. But it releases endorphins. In your yeah. brain. So why not? That is not the same. But uh, I, I, uh, she also said that uh, Lupin's <laughs> one of her favorite characters she ever wrote, and if she ever wanted to meet one of her characters, that would be the one. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Uh, he's a good I'll, dude. I'll talk more about him when we talk about the Marauders. Yeah. But I, he's just the best. Any other favorite parts? Who wants to jump? in? I mean, in? we've only had Mikey. So I know. I'm just saying. Who wants to jump in? Uh, so for me, so no more favorite parts. Cool. Okay. On to qualms. Uh, so uh, favorite part for me. I think probably when you see the castle for the first time. I, I <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I was just <laughs> gonna, don't know. I was just yeah. gonna say call back like, to the first time episodes. you see the castle. You know, it's really. Um, <laughs> actually, I think I really kind of liked the circular motifs that was going on through the film. So, like three of them that I can kind of think about is the balls. No, they're spheres. Things that came from the beginning that that was in the <laughs> beginning that also showed up at the end. Oh. Uh, or showed up throughout. So like just this, uh, like Harry having to connect other people's pieces of what his parents were. Mm. Dementors feed on your spheres. Um, 
I really liked the <laughs> the motif of there is uh, a sense of Harry's always looking through something or at something, so his world is always skewed differently. Mm. And so, like one of the first few times that I really kind of noticed it was like when he's on the train, and then he's like, "Oh, I passed out. What happened?" Blah blah. And it's like, "Why did no one else pass out?" And then he looks over at the the trolley train's window. And it's like a silhouetted version of him with rain, and it's like kind of a stor- distorting his his view of himself. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like this is what's happening to him. And then also just the the time of seasons changing. It's a small thing, but it is like pair that with like all the imagery of clocks, and it's like how much time is passing. You really kind of feel it throughout this versus like in the other films. It was kind of like it's the beginning of the school year. Now it's Christmas. Now it's not. Versus yeah. just like you see the spring. Using, you using the, the Whomping Willow to do that was really cool. Yeah. 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 Um, and so Poor like bluebirds. But also like going to Hogsmeade for the first time. <laughs> then going to Hogsmeade during the uh, during when it's snowing. Yeah. And then so the end of the film, it's like it's not anymore. So it's like certain things like that where it's like this is that, you know, Degrassi fucking OC <laughs> shit of his life where it's like it's such teen drama, angsty bullshit. Um, and I'm just like, yeah, this is, these are really smart, strong things to have throughout the film that play and discuss those things like not even just being a wizard, but being a regular human being, those are all tough things to go about. I've always liked the the sort of winter transitions in these movies. Of course you do. Like, they're just like, it's they're so really cozy. nicely done and they're cozy. My and wife I, was talking about that. Apparently, because of how much winter is in these films, it's yeah. like one of the more popular movies to watch during Christmas time. Girl, I've been saying they're Christmas movies since... Like all of them. They're yeah. all Christmas movies. Like I... Yeah. Uh, sh- not shout out to Target and Best Buy... I was trying to buy Mikey a copy for Christmas, and it's sold out everywhere. Whoa, Jesus. what? There had none at Best Buy, none at Target, none at Walmart. Corey, not a single copy. You and Dana are my prongs and, <laughs> and my pad foot, but not my worm tail. That's okay. I'm I'll be your worm tail. That's Tom. Yep. I'll be, I'll I'm be a, a bit worm too, in your tail. Uh, are you going to kiss my cheek? Probably. I'm a bit too moony for that. <laughs> what are you going to do? So, uh, my favorite parts. Uh, Honestly, the uh, Defense Against the Dark Arts class with the Boggarts was mm. one of my favorites. And, and learning that they yeah. feed off your greatest spheres. It almost uh, has the same cantina music from Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like, it was yeah. the first time the Defense Against the Dark Arts class has been fun and mm-hmm. not terrifying. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I really dug, of course, until the uh, the uh, Dementor comes out. And uh, what does he say? He's like, the, choose, the, shows that you, the thing you fear is fear itself. Yeah, of course he's like talking to him on the He's bridge. like, "Oh, yeah. sorry for you having to step in he, uh, to stop the Dementor." He's like, "I wasn't afraid of the Dementor. I was afraid it was going to turn to Voldemort." Yep. Yeah, um, he wasn't ready for it. And then he's like, "No, the, I, I'm more afraid of Dementors and all." Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I dug that, and then the talk he has about the, you know, you that whole talk on the bridge is just fantastic, and talking about his parents and yeah, him saying, you know, you you have more trauma in your life than anyone yeah. could really truly understand. All the talks he has with Lupin are oh. Just great. Real good. There, there's Real a, good. There's a good yeah. part in that where Lupin talks about um, how his life was saved by Lily. He's like, yeah. you have your father's face, but not, her, but you have oh, your mother's I love eyes. That. Yeah. I know. And then so it shows, again, that continuing idea of like, this film is a lot about depression and then also how like Lily saved him. He's like, when I was at my darkest place. Yeah. Processing grief. Yeah, and I was like, mm, that's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I think, uh, you know, and the, honestly, one of my favorite parts is because I still... I still kind of feel it every time I watch it, just that tension at least. Not mm-hmm. quite as much, of course, as the first time I like read it. I actually I felt it more watching it than reading it was the double twist. The twist oh, yeah. of uh Sirius the being there, Shaq. Lupin coming in and saving him and being like, Oh good, Lupin's here, and then them hugging and you're like, Oh, what? But <laughs> you know, his his uh the performance changed too. Like oh, yeah. it was very coy 
Super. In a scary well, way. Well, because Lupin yeah. has the wand and just looks at Harry. He's like, he deserves to know before it dies. Yeah. That, like, the fuck, man? That's just knowing. That's just he deserves knowing. to know before we kill him. Yeah, before we kill him. And like, I think the writing's really, it's really well acted because mm-hmm. I, I David personally Lewis. believe that, well, both him and Gary Oldman, Gary Oldman uh, are in their own fucking class of their own because oh, yeah. that's hard to act if you know the script. Yeah. yeah. Um, to play that like, we're talking about someone else, but Harry's going to think we're talking about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we need to lean into it just enough, but not enough so that it's Peter not. Pettigrew gets we need to know in our back of our minds that we're talking about Peter Pettigrew. I just think that's a fantastically well written, acted, and eat- blocked scene. Oh yeah. Because yeah. um, oh, yeah. you have them on one side, them on the other. And then side. Snape shows up, and like, my question is, what kind of uh, spell did Hermione spell did he do? Because that's Wait, not uh, which what no sp- that Hermione did or Her- Harry did, does it because he blasts. Supposed to say he did like oh. Expelliarmus, but it hits Snape in the chest instead and knocks him clean. Every other time I've seen Expelliarmus, it takes the weapon out of their it's hand. It's like when Hermione opens up the bumble cut. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, doesn't isn't it like that if you're thinking about it hard enough? I thought it, I thought like, like it looked like stupefy to me, but, but it like, is a disarming spell. But I think if you hit somebody square with it, like it will. That was amazing. Uh, so so anyway, all the weak. I honestly think that's probably my favorite scene in the entire movie. And just the way it plays out with yeah. Wormtongue. And like, I, uh, the, the, the line he said again, I would have died, I would rather die than betray my friends. Right. Like you get, it, that's the save the cat moment of, of um, mm-hmm. Sirius. Then you understand completely who he is. Yeah. Uh, Kudos to the art department, set designer, and set dressing. The, Oh, how it's moving the whole time. It's so cool. I never noticed that the door is swinging because the whole building swung, but that's like... The the willow's moving. That's fantastic design. Uh, I don't know if I ever really paid attention to it. Oh, until we pointed it out. Until we pointed it out, but then, yeah, I just, it never really... Like, the curtains were, like, waving because it was moving. I thought it was, like, the wind whipping through or something. You especially see it when Snape I think that's what I thought it was, too. And you could see the... The building. It's the entire building moving. On unsecured ground. It's practical. It's like... Super practical. It's almost like it's film language. Caitlin or Ollie? Uh, I really enjoyed, um, do you want... No, go. go? (laughs) He's messing with you right now. (laughs) Thanks for for making me feel like crap. Uh, You're welcome. Yeah, anytime. Um, my favorite part, my favorite parts. Um, I really enjoyed, uh, the, the fly with the hippogriff. Like oh, the flying, the Titanic yes. moments, the, yeah, yeah, the he, aerial shots, like were always great. He rose to the caters him. Yeah, that's what that's Rose from Titanic. Yeah, oh. that's her full name. <laughs> <laughs> so the flight, Ollie, for yeah. Mikey takes your party. Sorry, uh, no, I, 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 I mean it just Titanic. it's just a fun watch. Like it's it's cool to see him go through, and then the fight with the Dementors, like uh, or whatever, they, not really fight, but when the Dementors attack him up in the air, and it just like During the atmosphere. Quidditch? Oh yeah, those were two different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, the flyover is great, and then the Quidditch is also really mm-hmm. cool. I like yeah. I like that. Uh, like I love that it was just raining. But the entire also, time. I yeah. I do I do love that fucking Dumbledore came out like a goddamn Jesus. Just his hand out. No, yeah. Bam! Put his hand yeah, out. I was like, that God, that Quidditch match, I really dug just because the fact that it was just raining. pouring and like it was it was very tense. Like yeah. like other Quidditch well, it matches. Starts at nine. Shout out to the. Right. Uh, it's starts- technically they recast, but the other seeker that he's flying against in the book is Cedric Diggory. Oh. The Hufflepuff that he's oh, flying yeah. with in the air, but then they recast it with uh, Robert Pattinson. With so. Batman, yeah, huh. yeah. Team Edward, go Team Edward. Go team Edward. I would say Cedric Diggory. That wasn't the guy who helped him in the first film, right? That was Wood. That was Wood. Oliver Wood. Wood. Yeah, and yeah. We that's had, right. Have we different. seen Cedric Diggory uh, cinematically? I don't think so. I think no. until, not until Goblet of Fire. It's in the night. Oh, yeah. then I mean, technically, no, you yeah, do. Oh, in this one. In this and then one. In the fourth one. So in the Quidditch match, when he's flying with the other Seeker, and he freezes and pieces out. Yeah, it's like the cast. 
whatever guy before he becomes like a wow. major plot or whatever. Okay, 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 okay. okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, really, the Quidditch match was definitely one of my favorite parts for sure. Uh, okay, really cool. D- did you, okay? Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I would say Disney. most of the stuff with um, the time turner, mm. mm-hmm. just because. I think I'm just really feeling Hermione's schedule right now. <laughs> yeah. And just like watching her appear everywhere. And, and when did she get here? <laughs> Has she been here the whole time? And like, you know, uh, pulling, pulling all that through. And then like the, the whole time adventure was great. I loved the like ticking that was playing in the background. Yeah. They would come in and go out. And yep. I kept like, once I was aware of it, I tried to stay aware of how long it was there. But then my mind actually created the sound of it. And then I realized that I wasn't actually hearing it. It was like happening in my head. And then I was like, oh my God. What's like, like, a, like a placebo like effect. Yeah, it was a placebo effect of me like knowing that the ticking was there before and that it was going to come back, but I didn't know when. So I could keep hearing the ticking in my head the whole time. And it was crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. It was crazy. Uh, Gaslight yeah. is not real. You're being crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I got one as well. Uh, I just got to do a little shout out for the fucking do, do, do shot with Mr. Weasley and Harry. Explaining who the fuck Sirius Black the is. One shot? Uh, the one shot. It's a, oh, yeah. it's, it's a long take. Yeah. Uh, it's a one shot scene. And it's just phenomenal because like uh, Weasley comes in and then he picks up Harry and they're talking amongst the family members. And then you overhear certain things that the family members talking about. And then he pulls him to pulls the, him. the right side of the frame. Yeah. And then so they're slightly hidden underneath the stairs. Who's in the but foreground? Then they're like the half, poster. Half aluminum. Yeah. In, in front of us, close thing to, our, to the camera's. Is a you know picture of Sirius Black, but it's a moving picture, so whatever you want to call it. And then it adds the pans um, and uh, over. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like so, that first Here they come. the first they're like their their second position, like they're halfway illuminated by the light that's leaking out from the from the main room, and then they try to sneak away because it's, it's getting ser- more serious conversation. So like if you turned off the audio and didn't even know what they were talking about, you knew it was getting more intense and yeah. it was more secretive. And then so we get, they get closer to the camera, but then that means they're covered by more darkness. And then finally they sneak into a hallway, and then it's purely dark, and you only see silhouettes of them. And uh, then the camera then sweeps into uh, Corey. Corey. Sw- sweeps into, I just saw glasses. Uh, sweeps into Harry's face, and then he's like, why would I look for someone Because I have the scar me? now. Uh, well, oh, yeah, a little bit. It's Corey not, Potter. Yeah. Aww. More like a sideways yeah. I'll write it for you. And, uh, <laughs> and Mikey could be uh, uh, Ron. You could be Buckbeak. I'd love to be Buckbeak. Or Ron. <laughs> Ride me! My oh my. I will not. I'm a Christian man. Oh, what about Draco getting punched in the fucking oh, face? Oh, that was amazing. Oh, right. oh, when she punches him, whoever actually did the punch, whether it was Emma Watson or... It's a weird if, punch, it, right? was, it, no, was, it was like, blam! It was like elbow snapped the other her, way. Well, it her, was her. her hand kind of felt open. Yeah. So originally in the rehearsals, it was a slap. And so oh. she was stage slapping him because the way the camera's positioned. And Tom Felton was like, just slap me. It's fine. And apparently she like slapped the fuck out of him and felt awful. So they changed <laughs> it to a fake punch. Hell yeah. Because uh, Alfonso saw that and he was like, it'd be great if he got hit fucking hard, but let's not actually hit him hard. So let's change it to a fake punch instead of a real hard slap. Alfonso was more like, I think it'd be better. You want to know something interesting? Uh, so when he was talking to the SFX about... Um, the, the special effects were out yeah, there. special effects oh, team yes. about the Dementors. He said that he wanted uh, uh, there to be ice, but he has an accent. So they oh, three weeks later, they came back to him and he said all the rain had turned to eyes. 
<gasps> so they had like we're coming up with the rain turning to eyeballs and oh. falling from the sky. And he was he said apparently he just laughed for like a solid minute. <laughs> a solid minute it was like no 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 ice. And they were like oh, oh that's gonna cost ice. a lot of money. So much easier. Well, they just did the the drawings and uh, like. Do you like, think they always art. wanted to clarify, but nobody like had the balls to like go up to probably. him and ask him again? Well, I mean they're doing so many things. <laughs> so he probably said I wanted to turn to ice, ice. and well, and they all looked at each other. They said ice, right? But also ice. this is like okay. their first their their first time. Prisoner going of Ice Caban. Another. They're going with another director. And so this is the That's first true. time they're like, oh, you know, we brought him in because he has a vision. So we're, vision we're, of, a vision of eyes. Zone. Whatever the fuck that means, <laughs> yes. maybe he has a thing and it's like, that's what it is. And so like Christopher Columbus that's is probably funny. just like, I don't know, I did that shit. I don't know what the fuck he wants. So let him do whatever the fuck he wants. And that's Ooh. probably what it was. Because I mean, Chris Columbus went from producing to this one. And yeah. so he's like, I don't think a lot of people asked him questions on the first two. So he's like, why am I going to ask questions from him on this one? I uh, another one of my favorite parts was the night bus scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. Night yeah. Bus that was great. Uh, Wanna be a bump. Just glad he didn't take an Azka van. He got to take a bus <laughs> <laughs> instead. Uh, so no, but seriously, I learned something interesting about that. Uh, Welcome the, to the groaning episode. <laughs> I have a bunch of trivia groaning written down hurdle? here that I'm gonna kind of sprinkle this is in. Groaning up. <laughs> but not oh only my. did that sequence look awesome and was like really exciting, and you got a lot of interesting exposition mm-hmm. without Tons. knowing yeah. it. Um, the Muggles don't JK, notice anything. J.K. Rowling has uh, two grandfathers named Ernie and Stanley. <gasps> no. Which are the shrunken head and the driver in oh. the night bus. And I thought that was really interesting. You know what's also really interesting is Stan Shunpike uh, turns his back on everybody and becomes a Death Eater in the seventh or sixth book. Really? Yeah. Accidental. Oh, he, was, he was confronted, I think. Yeah. So he's a terrible, what a way to rub your grandfather's terrible, name through the mud, He's Jack. a terrible Azkaban. And so... Uh, <laughs> oh my God! The, the way They're they achieved the stop. look of the night bus scene is that they they had the bus drive normally and every other car drive really slow and they filmed at a slower speed yeah. so that when they Whoa. sped the film back up, it would look surreal. And to, I thought that was really they'd interesting. They'd have to do at least at 12 frames per second. Yeah. Because they could double it up and it'd be an even number. Right. Whoa. So uh, I thought that was really fascinating and it works really well. Like it, it really looks the way it moves is terrifying. Like when it stops for a little old lady, probably one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> hey, one and long faces. <laughs> uh, I, so I just I would be, and that's my wife's favorite part. Shout out to my wife. Uh, attention the night bus to Dila, uh, Dila de los uh, Muertos. <laughs> yes, attention to details in this movie. I think is a general favorite thing for me. Like Lupin doesn't fuck around with that shit. Not at all. Like mm-hmm. the, the when Harry's flying on the hippogriff and they go over the water. Buckbeak sticks his, like, his foot in the water. I was going to actually say that. And it's like, that's that's so much extra effort to do that. Because you could have just made him fly and then the reflection and then easy peasy. Remember, Mikey, what you said when we were watching it? He was like, this was 2003. It looked great. It looked so good. That probably probably just used the green stick. It probably took months to... On the mic. On the mic. It probably took months to render that out, though. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like it was beautiful. It was Shrek, one of the only. Well, how long did Shrek take? Like a year to well, yeah. render. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh this was one God. of the only like pure CG characters in this one, so it's a and little it bit yeah. easier to like focus on and make it look good. It, it poops during great. the class. Yeah. And it poops during. Didn't class. notice yeah. that. It's but, did that for wow. us. Yeah, they did it for us. There was, was a, it's only the second time an you, animal had pooped on You catch it right CG. at the right at the beginning of the shot as he begins to start to walk. He uh-huh. poops and then starts to walk. Wow. Yeah. But other like. So other tiny little things that I think my favorite one was when uh, Lupin is packing up his office and like we didn't need to see all the suitcases <sighs> mm-hmm. and everything but how cool rolling up and it's closing all and everything and all the practical effects it was like yeah. that was all practical I know. Yeah. it was beautiful the shoes like going in the shirts going in all of that didn't need to happen they mm-hmm. could have just had a conversation but they showed it they went so far 
the singing toads in the beginning. Oh, yeah. They did not need to hold magical to toads, but they gave them toad puppets. I don't remember there being a choir in the line. book, but there could have I been. I don't either, but it was super cool. I don't think there was, but I remember reading Alfonso Cuaron was like, I want this Shakespeare uh, nice. bit put to music, and John Oliver was a uh, John Oliver. John Oliver, everybody. John Williams was like, okay. And so he just put that Shakespearean, the witches, three witches brew uh, mm -hmm. to his own music. Wow. It was gorgeous. It was, yeah. it was wonderful. So Perfect. good. Yeah. Um, there was one thing, there's something I really liked is that there's difference in how the camera plays in this one. Mm -hmm. um, the camera is much more of an active player. Mm. So like even, so on the, the like bus when he sequence, passes out too. Yeah, when, you, when he's on the bus, like you're not seeing the bus driver turn, you're inside the wheel. Um, yeah. And there's different yeah. things like that as well, where like you're walking next to the characters, not you're just watching them. Um, and it kind of makes you feel like this, these are all things happening to you, not happening. You're just watching characters. Well, it pulls you in, especially in the, in the night bus scene. It yeah. really pulls you into it. It feels yeah, you kind like, of chaotic when the wheel, you see the wheel, giant wheel up in your well, face. Well, like there's just shots of like us moving towards all the moving seats or the, all the, the, the little beds or mm -hmm. every time like someone's face gets hit or something like that, like you, you the camera moves with them. So it's an active player instead of just yeah. An when Harry one. hits his face against the glass, it moves in to mm -hmm. meet him mm -hmm. at the glass. Yeah, and that happens cool. a lot. And then also like the fact that this is like the more horror aspect film. Like there's a lot of like swoop ins that happen to people's eyes. It's like oh, is this shit. another one of those horror filmmakers who became Alfonso Cuarón. I don't think it was any type of horror oh. filmmaker though. But he did a good job either he did a great way. Job. Well, that's the thing is he he understood the theme of it and like especially like putting in that Shakespeare. Like yeah, come on, I, I, something wicked this way comes from I want, Macbeth. It's like. <sighs> Are you yeah. basically explaining legit? Serious black. <laughs> I would not mind if like Guillermo del Toro like did another Harry Potter, but not anything connected to these two series yeah. that we have. That'd be fucking. Amazing. Well, the I thing I love about this that. is that it didn't feel like it was over trying to overdo it mm -hmm. in any way. Like I feel like if maybe I'm wrong, but um, if Del Toro were to come mm -hmm. in, it would have maybe been. He was actually slated for this. Was he? And I he wonder. Suggested Alfonso. Wow, Interesting. that's good. You know why? It's the brown homies got each other's backs, baby. But but I'm very curious because I'm curious to see what it was. But I don't know if it would have been necessarily Probably better. A Hufflepuff. Fit. I think I think this was. <laughs> I think they picked the, the perfect director for this. Like he 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 was able to perform, like make the material happen, which is not something like in his particular wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. That theme and like the dark sort of. I agree. Of it, but I mean, he has his own style, but this is definitely like, you know, there's a lot more special effects and different yeah. world things that you have to kind of address versus he's, just being like, But it was oh. nice to see him like Well, much like Del Toro, he's not set. a guy who like does shit on the fly. Right. Like he's a he's a man with an Asuka plan and yeah. he doesn't <laughs> I'm serious though. Like he's he's plotted this out completely and you can tell. Like yeah. the types of shot composition that he uses is not something like, oh, we could just set it up this way. Like mm -hmm. he Understood the took story. On the challenge. Like he, like you said, he understood the themes. Yeah. He understood the story. He found what's important in that, and right. found a way to amplify it mm -hmm. and to it the just, nth degree. Yeah. It just comes out like ask a wham. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get it. You too. You get it. Tom. Tom, Tom welcome aboard. One of us. One of us. That's what he no. says before he screens great. it for the execs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, uh, another thing that I really liked was uh, so to Caitlin's point, there are circular motifs. There are circular items at a lot in a lot of places. And you get a lot of, uh, you get a big hint of it at the first scene with uh, uh, Mrs. Trunchbull. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, the so, so, so good. The, what? The, She's from the, uh, the woman that blows Matilda up into a circle. Girlfriend. Oh, Matilda. Oh. 
I thought I knew her. Yeah, you oh did. Oh my god! Yeah. Don't, oh. Add, don't look at me like I'm weird. And I'll she tried like, oh to my Bruce god, you. You're always weird, but yeah. You um, can't Bruce you, Harry. So the first scene, um, the everything downstairs is like very circular. So like the you know obviously plates and the, the food, table, the state, the but ribs. like uh, the telephone and everything around them, and that and the only things that typically that are comforting in Harry's room are all squares. Ooh. Um, oh. and then they come like his wand. And that comes into later on where he's on in Hogwarts and everything around him is very circular. The stairway yeah. circular, the clock, all those those pieces of imagery, the geometric shapes. Like this is the point of time where Harry should be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like a very interesting thing where it's like he's found comfort in all the, everything that has been like in one shape or another. But now he's having to live in places that are more in a different shape. Mm-hmm. Well, like, he's yeah. like an angsty teen now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's uh, why the circles don't fit the square. The spider, spiders, the, the, the spiders. Every, you tell them, tell them, Ron. Making me no, tap dance. I'll tell the spiders. Uh, do you wrong. know why he's afraid of spiders? Because he's a ginger. Because they have eight eyes. Yeah, or, but or uh, so there was a uh, I forget which book it's in, or if it's in like uh, your head canon. J.K. Rowling talked about it somewhere head else. Cannon. No, there was a story about how when he was younger, his broom broke, and uh, his like toy broom broke. And he went to like comfort himself with his teddy bear, and Fred and George turned it into a spider. <gasps> oh, do you remember that? Vaguely. And then, of course, the spiders. It. Yeah. From other. Which, so it's like a it's like a, a reoccurring theme. thing with Which, Ron. Is but that he's also, afraid of spiders. I did like how I mean, again, this is all in, in the writing and all this stuff. I did like how this film was like last film we wrote Hermione out. This film we write Ron out of the yeah. last like mm. fun adventure Important thing. part. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's. It's in the book. Yeah. And so in the first one, it's kind of like each person, like, cool, you're the first pawn that goes away. You're the second pawn that goes away. Now, Harry, you do your thing. And the second one, it's like, all right, Hermione, peace out. Now it's time for Ron and Harry. And now it's like, this one's like, all right, peace out, Ron. Now it's just time for Ron and Hermione. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone gets their own fun and play in their own movie. <clears throat> we won't spend too much time on favorite parts, but I do want to bring up the uh, Hermione throwing fucking shade at Trelawney. Oh, yeah. Just being like, yeah. fuck this divination. Yeah. Throwing the, the crystal ball off the yeah. table. Well, I, I would say way. this. Look. Divination, I could see the future is one thing. Bitch, I can go back in time and make sure you never saw shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I have that. a time turner. That's pretty solid. Yeah, how can you tell me what you see and don't see versus I could go back time? Uh-huh. So I, but I, she I, sees the future. Yeah, so I can kill her and she doesn't see shit. But my... <laughs> I don't get what that has to do with <laughs> what we're talking about. I don't understand. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't, I don't understand. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just... the. The shade, the shade that's all great. day. It's just being like, I'm over this shit. That's the T. That's, 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 that's literally yeah. the T. I yeah. love that she's like, I made time in my life. Yeah. Extra I time. I made time. Literal time. <laughs> I made literal time to be here and you make my life like this. You tell I'm, me my hands are I'm wrinkly good. like old women's. Yeah. That's uh, okay. I have grandpa hands, so I relate. You have grandpa whole body. Uh, Not for so, long. <laughs> Dumbbell Doors oh, Army. Dumbbell Doors oh. Army. Swap Patrol. Swap Patrol. All right, Rhythm. favorite characters. Yeah, uh, start us off. So let's do main characters are the, the trio, mm-hmm. and then side characters are everyone that's not. Okay. Uh, so okay. favorite character in this one is probably Harry for me. Um, I feel like I relate to him the most. Uh, like once I start being stupid and young, um, and I was like, oh, I get it. Um, and then uh, for a side character, I would have to say favorite character is Lupin. He's mm. so fucking good in this movie. He's like he's literally the the new father because in the first film films it was like Dumbledore and Hagrid were like the surrogate father, and like that's a really big part of like developing your characters. Like it's this is the second father that they ultimately have to adopt to learn the story, the lesson they need to learn for this film. Mm. Um, and McGonagall wasn't that for him, and you kind of see him try to lean on that, but then it's not that she didn't want it; it's just that 
for a plot, not... you kind of have to not. And so it's yeah. like you have to learn mm-hmm. from someone else that can p- offer you something more. And then uh, the next yeah. films will be Serious Black. Ali, Ali. Mine is uh, good old HP. Um, Hewlett Packard? Yeah, he's, he's solid. I was going to say Ali, Ali, Azka free. I love, uh, he's, Daniel Radcliffe has nailed down the uh, cast intense spell thing. So like, yeah. an expecto patrona. And it's like, so well done. Uh, the nature of this I spell. I knew I could do it because I'd done it. This, this spell or this charm doesn't <laughs> cast very epically. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like a slowly growing light. <laughs> so when he says that, like the thing that comes out of it is kind of like, oh. very slow, <laughs> kind of anticlimactic. Yeah. But he says it really yeah. good. He says it great. He says it great. Well, if you think about it, uh, it's, it's more angelic instead of just like this violent force. Yeah, it's a it's an awesome charm. Yeah. Uh, You're an awesome charm. Side but, character. <laughs> side character is got to be Sirius Black. Because, um, I mean, I think I like him more in like the next one Gordon. or the one after the next one. I can't remember which one. He has like a expanded part in it. It's, it's the yeah, next for one, this right? one. In the for next one. In the next one, one, he's a piece of fire. But I loved like Gary Oldman. He, Order of the Phoenix is when he becomes a bigger character. That's, that's what it was. Uh, but Book Gary Oldman, and he, perfect yeah. casting because like nobody else has his freaking range mm-hmm. that can like make like and sell a psychopath. I was and talking then, about it the other day. I was like, it's perfect casting because up until that point, he had really only played bad guys. He hadn't been true. Gordon yet. He hadn't been Gordon yet. So like, who do you cast when you want your audience to believe that he's the bad guy? I think the last thing I saw from him had been like it was either the Zorg or uh, Mr. Smith. Yeah. Mm. Who and do you cast when you want your audience to believe the bad whatever. guy? Kevin Spacey. That is actually secretly a good guy. Right. Fucking Gary Oldman. Gary, Gary Oldman. Mm. And then he, the guy who's he known nails, for playing bad guys. He nails the warm and tender stuff as well. He so, compared yeah. this uh, Harry Potter scripts, like talking about the wizarding stuff and the, the emotional range that it goes through to mm-hmm. doing Shakespeare on stage. Wow. Oh, yeah. Shakespeare. Yeah. He was that. like, it was He's... difficult to like say shit like spell names and yeah. commit to it. But like, find the intention behind it even mm-hmm. though you're saying and then you look know, like you look like, like you convincingly <laughs> want to kill Harry Potter in one scene and that you're his godfather and genuinely like and you him want him to live with him, him and yeah. stuff like that <laughs> it, it's such a like that because those two scenes happen like right back yeah. to back and you're just like oh my god whiplash just switched it yeah you get a little bit of whiplash well, exactly it's like he has like a Joker-esque moment too because Harry has a wand to his face so you think you're, he like starts laughing and you think you're going to kill me mm. and it's like oh it's like the prisoner yeah. near Kusio. I've Azkaban. done my waiting. Twelve years. <laughs> yeah. And then also he's just like, if you ever want a place, you know, you can. Uh, can I live with you? Well, I, I guess. But then, not right now. No, but I'm, I'm gonna not, die. So yeah. now is a bad time. Now I'm gonna go die. Yeah. Uh, I also can I just say it's pretty dope that Buckbeak immediately likes him. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it would have been really not good if he didn't. Right. <laughs> pretty dangerous. Like it's there, impressive Hagrid. that Buckbeak like was like see inside Fox. you and knows. Mikey. Um, favorite main? Favorite main character? The Hagrid. trio. The trio. We could call the trio. Uh, Ron, because he is just oh, you. He's I did Fenster. mention, I forgot to mention one of my favorite parts is getting to see Hagrid teach. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. I think, ah, it's a, yeah, central Harry? character is always Ron. He just always, Ron. he's he's me. He's but the, you were just there. <laughs> but now you're here. But now yeah. you're there. Did anyone see him come in? Um, <laughs> Yeah, he's just like, he's Chucky Fenster of the group. He's super... Skeptic and super scared, and uh, I, I really to that. I always said that. I think I said this the other day too. I said I, I always thought he was the best out of the three for the, ca- for casting. the casting wise. Mm-hmm. Like Harry, uh, Daniel Radcliffe gets a better actor as time goes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hermione yeah. was he, he Luke Hamels it. Or Hermione Hamels it. Uh, Emma Watson's very good, but Rupert Grint from the fucking from start the getting, was it, yeah. Ron for yeah. sure. And that's exactly when I, when I read that book, I was like, oh, sh- how'd they find Ron? They found yeah. him. <laughs> He's got a great arc. 
uh, through the seven books or eight movies. Uh, he starts really low. He's the youngest of seven kids. Yeah. And gets all the hand Not the youngest. Second, well, one of, he's, yeah, he's second, the youngest. Jenny matters more than Janae. he does. So, uh, did you see that meme of like that moment when Buckbeak dies, uh, and Hermione hugs him, and it was like your friend who's always getting in the way of you and your girl, and then Harry like <laughs> <laughs> hugs from the back. Yeah. It's like get out. This isn't your moment, man. <laughs> I know. I, I, that was my uh, my thought watching it yesterday. Yeah, uh, they're like, it. Get out of here, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude, right? like fuck just, off. Just, just let them have it. Uh, Turn the other way. Favorite side character. Favorite side character. Hagrid. Hundred percent. Um, he's, he's so just great. so sweet or tied with Lupin because I thought Lupin was just um, what a vulnerable character um, especially what we find out at the end about his you know on the mic situation sorry I don't talk close to en- enough I'm teaching you <laughs> um, my favorite part with Hagrid is when he when he's telling them that Buckbeak is getting sentenced to death and oh, he's, he's like skipping, skipping rocks, rocks. Oh, and then he finally that. just he's in chucks the suit. one oh, he's in yeah. the suit he's got his pants pulled up and he just chucks it right down and like yeah, after he you like can just feel plunk. it yeah. yeah the big plunk like your heart just drops like um, his heart sinks like the stone wow yeah like the, the stone cold Steve Austin death. Mm. so yeah I, yeah Hagrid forever he's always my favorite he just mm-hmm. Hagrid's he's great. so sweet and um Fantastic. He's actor. just a real his his relationship with Hermione is special. Yeah. yeah. Because they've both kind of been through the same thing where people mm-hmm. hate them just for who they are. Yeah. In yeah. a sense. That's his awesome. whole like his like his the way he treated like her about the whole Mudbug thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like what is the well, line? Don't you think on it? Don't One, you think on it? I like, I like how in this minute. film when Malfoy calls her Mudblood, it just doesn't phase her because she knows yeah. that words don't have that power. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. of Hagrid. Caitlin. Favorite main. Favorite main is Hermione in this one. Cause she's just like, I got stuff to do. I'm getting it done. I, I got a pink Malfoy, hoodie. You Malfoy, just want a time I'm done with you. I do very badly, <laughs> very badly. But I love how like her hair's like up and like messy. She's mm-hmm. wearing the the sweatshirts all the time. She's like, look, I looked all cute and wore the school uniform before, but we don't got time for that. I know I got a time turner. I don't got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that. That was more of a universal thing, not just her. I'm aware, but but you know she's very uh, prim and proper, and none of that happened. In this one, um, and I, I feel like that's just the, the she becomes a nasty one. Not nasty. She's just busy. She's, I'm saying that uh, facetiously. A, yeah, she's busy in the cool way, and she's like, she's got her shit handled, and does she? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She does. I just asked. Does she? <laughs> she does. Well, and and the, now that like, she has a time turn. That that Dumbledore comes in and is like ta ta time ta 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 time, uh, and she's like, yeah 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 yeah. He's like. Three turns. <laughs> and then yeah. Harry's like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, I love that she takes, like, <laughs> doesn't do even take, like, a moment to tell Harry what's going on. She's just like, Shh, come on. Versus the most powerful wizard of all fucking that. Give me that fucking thing. I'll do myself. I'll do two turns. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you gonna let kids this again? He can't be a part of it. He cannot. Yeah, he can. No, no he can't. He yeah. cannot. Uh, so that's my main. And then my side is uh, Sirius Black. Side bay. Hell yeah. Um, mm. Just because, like, the determination he has to kill Peter Pettigrew. Um, he's the reason he's been in, his best friends are dead and he's well, been in jail for 12 years. It's yeah. the reason why, I mean, he kind of, what, this is a weird question because I'm kind of forgetting. What made Sirius break out? It was like him finding out that Peter was alive. Um, yeah, he saw a picture of him in the newspaper. In, yeah, because with Ron in Egypt. Yeah. yeah. And so, to me, he uh, saw Sirius was, was willing like, to be in Azkaban because he knew he had like killed Peter Pettigrew and was fine with that. But then the fact that he was alive, he was like, I have to break out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's me. 
gangster ass move. I but know. You know what else was a, 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 a how you say, a, ga- a gangster ass move? <laughs> um, <laughs> he was not, uh, he, he wasn't affected by the Dementors so bad because he could turn into a dog. Yeah. And he did that every day because so, they didn't, they only recognize humans. What kind um, of move was that? And that, he's an animator. A gangster ass oh. A gangster! He's like, bitch, I'm asking back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. No. Uh, yeah, actually, can you, can you talk on that for just a second about the Animagus and what the difference between uh, Animagus and a werewolf, but also yeah. registered, non-registered? So they it, they cover it a little bit in the, the movie, but it's a big part in the book um, that there's regist- you have to register to be an animagus. You learn it, you register it to the you know so everyone knows. It's like the hero registration act. Yeah, mm. and the difference between an animagus and a werewolf or a shapeshifter like Tonks. Yeah, she's a shape. No, she's a um, shapeshifter. Shapeshifter, but she there's, can a, there's, change a name there's a name for yeah. it. I just forget. Yeah. She can do it voluntarily, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like an animagus. But Lupin cannot. Lupin changes into a werewolf a because werewolf. Yeah. he was bit by. How Stella got her grayback, yeah. uh, Fenrir grayback, um, when he was a kid. So his whole life he changed into a werewolf, which is why um, Mooney or uh, Padfoot Prongs and Wormtail got to be, or they learned it, so he wouldn't have to go through it. Which by was himself. their animated nicknames. Yeah, that was their nickname. So uh, they all chose, you know, picked in, picked in, picked in. Uh, they chose uh, Tonks, Tonks is a metamorphos- metamorphic guy. Yeah. Mm. So they would do that, so he wouldn't have to do it alone. And werewolves. Uh, they could communicate with him still and like oh. kind of keep him company when he was trans uh, transforming in the uh, Shrieking Shack. Yeah. So it was like, I, I thought it was like a nice testament of friendship that they like, it's that you don't learn it overnight. Like it took them years to learn how to and do Lupin it. And Lupin is the reason that they, uh, that uh, Dumbledore planted the Wampa mm-hmm. Willow. So yeah. He, so he would have somewhere uh, to hide. Yeah. They built the, um, he had the secret passageway. They put the Wamping Willow on top of it to deter anyone to go near it. Right. And you tickle the little root and it uh-huh. freezes. <laughs> Good one, Tom. Same with me. Hey, Tom. And then, um, <laughs> <laughs> then they could go through the passageway to the Shrieking Shack, which, and we all pointed it out, uh, the lore of the Shrieking Shack was because of Lupin changing. The, the screams oh. and things they heard from it no. was just him. Him. Because uh, it was so painful. Changing but, every month. Oh, yeah. Man. So and they, that moment of Sirius telling Lupin, your home is here. Mm-hmm. And it is, it, this In is you. Chest. This yeah. is yeah. Your, your home is here. It's not what you are. Mm-hmm. Underneath, but what you do it's that pretty, defines it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, my favorite character is, uh, is Lupin. Um, We're all shocked. Yeah, no, he's. Was I think I said side? it. That's your side. Uh, no, 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 that's my favorite oh, character. I don't give yeah. a shit okay. about Harry, Ron, or Hermione yeah. in this movie well, at all. I, I, thank you. All what? What does Rod Kimball say? Corey, can we remind everyone? What does Rod Kimball say? All great men but, wear mustaches. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Uh, no, like that's the truth. Like Must I be nice. give or take whoever. Give or take whoever. For me, this story is about Lupin and Sirius. Like that's to me. I think Harry, Hermione, and Ron are are a great roundabout way of explaining it. But to me, they're in the way. Uh, so wow. for me, it's it's wow, okay. it's Lupin all day. I just think Corey turned into Tom. Just want to punch. I, kids. I may have said this in my past episodes, but like he's he's my favorite character in the entire franchise. Wow. Yeah. Um. So it's probably a big reason why this is my favorite book, favorite movie. Go as eat well. a dick, Newt Scamander. Seriously, uh, I, 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 I mean, I always have a Shout soft spot Newt. for Dumbledore, but I had a soft spot for Richard Harris's Dumbledore. We'll get into I Gambins and in another, mm-hmm. um, my, my maybe issues and good parts about Gambins Dumbledore. You don't like, you like Gambin? Prisoner of Azkaban? Oh, <laughs> yes! I got one. I got one. That's where it ends. Thank you. Uh, but for um, me, it's, it's, it's Lupin all day. We'll David talk more about him Thulis. during uh, Goblet Fire. Yeah. The Goblet Fire. 
Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, and uh, I mean, Sirius is a close. Sirius and Hagrid are close seconds Sirius in is that. So good. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. I just I another one I have a hot uh, hot spot, soft spot for, and a hot spot for is Hagrid. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> He's yeah. just like Well, I think uh, shout out to uh, uh, Robbie Coltrane. Robbie Coltrane. Robbie. Robbie. Yeah. yeah. Robbie. Uh, Roberto for bringing like. The the bittersweetness of of Hagrid to life in such a wonderful way. Like the way you read him in the book, he's a very uh, sympathetic character, and I think he just like at a fundamental level understood what made Hagrid special, and yeah. he just exemplified that. Yeah. And I I think before then, I just thought him getting killed by a helicopter. Consistently, in he's just like every time he's on screen, you just like. I don't care who else is here. Like, this is who I'm paying attention yeah. to. Yeah, he melts a little scene. bit. So, so uh, it's Lupin first as my main character, and Hagrid is my side character. Yeah. Qualms. Quim quams. Uh, Hermione's hair. That's what? a serious one throughout the franchise for the, for the movies. Uh, yeah. Oh, that it's not the poof ball anymore? It's not frizzy anymore because they wanted to make sure she looked pretty. And yeah. it bothers me. Yeah. But uh, it worked. You can't it's a vanity Man. True, but like it, it uh, it's um, yeah. I don't know. That was just that's one for me. Like it, it's from here on out for uh, the third movie, a especially on. choice. Mm-hmm. It really like it. It's it was such a big part of the character. Mm-hmm. Um, and then making her beautiful is kind of like, def- it goes back on the whole point of her character arc of like, right? Like it's not again. It's not what you look like on it, but what you do that defines you, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, she's made fun of for being quote unquote the ugly nerdy girl, but she's really beautiful yeah. throughout it all so uh it's I'll, i probably will re- reference it in other episodes but for pretty much every other movie after this that's a big qualm line uh for me like as a kid i'll say like i i hated the fact that they weren't wearing robes anymore hated oh yeah, yeah i hated that too and as a fan but as an adult like i really understood why i really get it now because it tells you a little bit about who they are and- yeah well it's also kind of like we're taking a, it's kind of that's the point where it's like we're taking away certain things about them to show that they've changed yeah um and it's not just like clo- uh clo- uh clothes cloaks and robes all the time and mm-hmm. it's just like no school go, uniforms like you're going off campus you're doing these things where it's like yeah they're growing they're more people they're not just children this isn't just like we're not turning this is not a kids movie anymore it's becoming the adult genre now so yeah. it's like we're being a little bit more realistic, seeing them how they are in realistic clothes. I was like, oh shit, okay, that Nike hoodie, I see you, baby. <laughs> wow. I see you. Um, so like, yeah, that was like still always like aesthetically, it always like irks me, but like I get it so well that I'm like, I understand, and it makes sense, but I still don't like it. It doesn't please my eyeballs. Yeah. To mm-hmm. not see the cloaks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's fair. Anyone else? Kwame? Um, oh, I got one more. A couple. Let's oh, I got go. I had... Go. go ahead. <laughs> Kaylin? The Kaylin. Boggart scene. I, I loved it so much, but there was part of me that was like, these kids are facing their absolute worst fear. Yes, Caitlin. And can and can think of the antithesis of it within about five to ten seconds. Yes, Caitlin. Yeah. Do you know what your boggart would be? Um, I don't. A clown. You don't? No. I, I don't actually. I don't know what it would be. Yeah. Uh, I think um the only reason it didn't bother me, because I was thinking the same thing, is that First of all, they they're in a safe space, so they know the teacher's right there. They know That's it's not true. actually what it is. I, they know it's a boggart. Like if you turned a corner and just saw a fucking dementor, mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh shit. Well, but knowing it's a, or like you saw a giant spider, a, like, you'd be like, oh shit. But knowing it's a boggart and knowing your assignment is to do whatever it takes think to make of it laugh, the opposite and of knowing it. Lupin's right there to step in That's if you true. need, okay. I think it okay. takes the weight off well, of also, that. Also, like, I say with this too, like we're supposed to be, you know, audience surrogate through Harry's eyes. He has all the problems with a boggart. 
Yeah. And so that's kind of the thing where it's like that if you do use that lens of like a dementor is supposed to be this manifestation of depression and Harry can't seem to get past it even when it's supposed to be like a faux pas. Like how are all the other kids doing it and I can't? What's wrong with me? Uh-huh. Everyone's going to Hogsmeade but not me. Everyone could do this bugger thing but not me. So it's like mm. there's a lot of this outsider feeling so that you should feel the same way Harry does. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's like, like why am I this? like why am I so different? What's wrong with me? Right. And it's like I don't have parents da 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 all these Which things. is where the loop and talk comes in where it's yeah. like they don't have the trauma you yeah. have. Which is kind of what you're supposed to feel as a trauma that they couldn't even comprehend. I think is the word he he says. Which I'm like, damn. And even in that, even in Corey's arguments, like this is supposed to be a safe space. Harry still can't do it. Yeah. And like he, he, and I really like that where he fails so many times. Well, he he barely even gets a chance. Like I think Lupin jumps in the first time. Yeah, he shuts it down because he thinks it's going to be. Even when he does his secret training, he like fails. Like oh yeah, and I'm Mm -hmm. like, fuck yeah, baby, like. That's so boring when it's like, I'm the chosen one, bam! And then it's like, oh, who gives a shit? Like, and that's why you don't give a shit about these kids who it's like, I conquer my fear so easily. It's like, no, this is supposed to be tough. This, this is a heroin journey. And it's like, Hermione's just like, oh, time? I did it already. Yeah. Um, I can, I can kick, I can, I can do it. Give one. You didn't kickstart, um, but go ahead. I know, I was about to say kickstart for some reason. Um, I don't know. The, I, I think the movie didn't have, I, I, I wanted more stakes. At hand for this movie. Medium rare, rare. I knew yeah. it was coming. Rare. Pittsburgh rare. Uh the <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um that was really it. And I think I think it's compounded by the time travel aspect of it. And did, I don't think I like that. Did you feel like so compared to the first two films, right? right? So the what the stakes at the first one is that Voldemort may return with this philosopher. Right. Stuff. Yeah. Second at one any is moment he could be back. That the 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 basilisk is killing things and then the 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 son of Slytherin, where the fuck Slytherin thing will return, right? But you, and this one it's here, also it's also like, more direct Voldemort more stuff. And this one here is kind of like what's happening as command, right? Or there's is coming no, to kill Harry. there's, there's, there's not, no like reprisal of Voldemort. Well, there's, there's no like, like we're encroaching. There's upon no where Voldemort ser- at all, right? At all, we're not encroaching upon where is Sirius, and we're getting right. close to him, but also yeah. like Sirius is getting close to us. It kind of mm. just happens, right? I see what you mean. So it, it was more kind of like, and even towards the end with the time turner stuff, it was just cool. Instead of it being like a like a quote unquote climactic battle or whatever, not that I wasn't necessarily expecting that, but it's it's you going through time with Hermione. So it's like, well, I've seen all these things happen, but now I'm kind of getting the answer that I already kind of knew uh, from it. Not having not because I'd seen it before, but it's but being they, like, they well, laid, wait, I was that, say, yeah, they laid out a proper a, mystery of like they let all these yeah. loose ends open. You're like. Well, once they add this thing, it's like, obviously, they're going to fill in the cracks. Right. So, like, now it all kind of pieces together, and I get that. But it wasn't, like, I didn't feel like Harry was in, any, like, in trouble, really, at any point, yeah. necessarily. Like, un, un, and except for that confrontation with Sirius, but that's earlier. It's far earlier in the movie. So, it doesn't feel like a ending kind of thing. I, I mm. would say the one point that I was getting a little worried after the time turner stuff was running away from Luke. Yeah. And yeah. I don't I don't oh, want yeah. it to I be like I love that werewolf design by the way. Yeah. Like I'm I don't need it to be like love the it. battle at the end of like Deathly Hollows or anything like that, but like I would have loved a little bit more kind of like oh shit is is some shit shit's about to happen in this one? No. Okay. Um <laughs> I guess that would be one of qualms, I guess. It's a stupid one. It's a stupid one. It's low. Oh, no, 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 no. No, he's saying my, the werewolf uh, design. No, no, you're fine, Ollie. I get you. <laughs> my thing is like, I don't, I'm not a really big fan of the werewolf design. My favorite oh, werewolf design. design of all time is probably from Underworld. Vin Diesel. Or, or Vin no, Diesel. Uh, Van, Van Helsing. Helsing. Yeah, it's probably like one of those, like it's more broody yeah. and muscular. Like this one's like, God, someone feed him. <laughs> Like it's so scrawny. I feel like if I just like flip Those them, long flip arms over. are so. Scary. I would say this: cool. I love the creepiness of it, where he had like multiple like. It's very gothic. 
Well, like, mm-hmm. like also, like he he had like several parts to his leg where it's like he's bending around. I'm like, that's cool. It's creepy. But I was like, I feel like a gust of wind blows him over. And I was like, he's so scraggly. Uh, his like, <laughs> and his also he's like balding, continuing that didn't have a tail but was like all the way. Uh, that but really I feel like me. actually, you know, to be fair, this is a very common look for werewolves, and I've. To that, to that point, I've not really liked a lot of werewolves. To this day. To this day! Guys! Uh, Mikey, what's your, what's your, uh, what's your uh, qualms? Quams. Um, no qualms. First you things qualm. you don't like, could have well, improved upon. There's a, just a sequence of events. Uh, the Firebolt. Firebolt comes in fucking way early in the book, but I'm trying not to compare the book, so I'll throw that one out. Firebolt. Firebolt. I did. Mine mean my the hair thing is a book thing. So. Yeah. So yeah, if we're gonna go on that, the firebolt was a big issue. It was Ron hated Hermione for hijacking that thing and then telling on them. It it mm. created more problems between them. Um and it was also like it added to this mystery of how did he get it? Is it serious? Is it hijinxed? Is um Or is it just jinxed? Well not hijinxed, right? Jinx, sorry. <laughs> My bad. Um, I don't know. When in the book it made it just seem like he could come from any which direction yeah, and I was he very could do anything from outside the walls. Um and to that point, the ending doesn't end with the normal like going back to the train. It doesn't go back to the train. It's just like oh, the fuck. We're is gonna this? fly off into the distance on my new broom. The the very, very end is literally just a blurry face of like blurry Harry's face. Yeah. Going, ah! love, um, It's cool. It. It's cool. But I think the big qualm I had, like really big qualm, is that they didn't really talk about the Marauders map as much as it mm-hmm. as they should have. That's one of my qualms here. It yeah. says Who wish ma- they explored more of the Marauders and the Marauders map. Well, if you remember in the book, Harry was obsessed with it. He yeah. was like in love with the Marauders and wanted to know I who they were. I didn't get that from in love. I got it more like it almost possessed him. Like then, o- almost like the book possessing him. Well, Ginny. you've never been in love, Tom. It's exactly what it is. Wow. <laughs> I would say... <laughs> Are you talking about in the book? Or in, in the book, mo- I felt like it was like almost like a terrible thing he, he that he was like, no. was he, like you're always right. obsessing about it. He was super possessed by it. And Zodiac. I was like, Jesus. Well, I was like the the Tom Riddle's notebook. Yeah. With Ginny. But the, the thing I like, I, oh. that, that I thought was really crucial and like a really beautiful story was what we were talking about earlier. Russell Crowe. The Marauders map was made like for by the four friends. They didn't really explain who made it. The original, they never said who made it in the movie. The original yeah. Hardy Boys. Mm-hmm. Ever. No. And that's the biggest part to me. Except was, for that Mooney, they don't explain that Mooney, Wormtail, well, Padfoot, and Prongs is the four of them. Exactly. Yeah. Even, the, even, or in any movie. And it was movie, the biggest reveal It's the, the biggest reveal. That, well, that, like, the reason they had it was because they were four best friends who would do anything for each other. For an adventure. Anything for an adventure. And <laughs> so that line that Corey loves so much, I would do anything... I would I would die rather than betray my friends because there's a fucking foundation. The foundation yeah. of that friendship is we tr- we learned for years you how to turn went, into other animals, so he wouldn't have to do it alone. I thought it was the most beautiful thing that they just never really talk about. Would you we say broke the law. Would you so say they broke the have, law? Would you say it's a yeah. friendation? Yes, a friendation. Foundation. A foundation. Yes. foundation. Uh, I like I like that. Um, yeah. but no, actually, that's in, the only in, part I didn't in the really film, like. Uh, they just as a pl- like not plot hole, but it's like a logic gap. They don't even explain how Lupin. Like really knows what that map is. Oh, it's yeah. so implied that he knows yeah. based yeah. on acting that he never explicitly and the says, fact like, that he knows how to use it immediately. Yeah. He's like, he oh, this is a it. map from Zonks, obviously. Mm-hmm. And da-da. how could Sirius know how to use it? Well, it's there's it just yeah. and so like to that point, it's kind of like it better. maybe this yeah. map is like the only proof. the only time you get that he knows what it is is when he finally says mischief it's managed. Oh yeah, and yeah. He gives it back to him. Yeah. 
Um, does the he other, also yell like, out like, what a does he yell out like it's never wrong at some point, I think? Or no, is that something? Yeah, he says that. He says yeah, it's, yeah. Never, it's, it's, never it's never wrong. It's never wrong. Yeah. The, no, no, he, he says it's impossible. Yeah. He was like, yeah. saw Peter Pettigrew yeah. on there. Impossible. Impossible. Yeah. Um, that map never lies. And then he was yeah. like, anyway, eat this, feel better. Uh, <laughs> the only qualm that I think, if I'm a Weasley brother, I'm totally going to call out Ron for sleeping with a man named Peter Pettigrew for 12 years and never mentioning it. Yeah. It's the only other call. Or how about, how about Percy? I'm head boy. <laughs> I'm oh, there's head also boy. The, I'm the Ron? one with the most head. The nice little Where's thing. Where's your boyfriend, Ron? Is he going to sleep with you tonight? <laughs> I don't have a boyfriend. Leave me alone. Who's Peter? <laughs> Who's Peter? I don't know. Anyways, moving on. Uh, uh, more qualms? <laughs> uh, no, I don't have any more. I, wish, I just wish I would love to, and this isn't a qualm against the movie at all. Uh, I would just love a, a like a, Marauders trilogy. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Directed by <laughs> Tom Petborsuth. Guillermo del Toro. Oh, nice. Yeah. There we go. And they say, fuck you, Newt's Commander. I'm kidding. No, Newt's no. Commander is a wonderful Newt's character. There's an Easter egg where Newt is on the map. And but he's like hella old. Well, before before the new Fantastic Beasts came out, because there was there's no books on those, uh, you find out that him and Dumbledore are friends. So now it's retconned that he was just there visiting Dumbledore. Yeah. Because Newt Scamander, you can see as one of the names on the map. Mm-hmm. But Harry's looking at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... Mm-hmm. Wow! Wow! <laughs> but yeah, for real. That uh, no, not not. No, I like Newt Scamander as a character. He's actually, I think, pretty... you don't you, you don't ask to stand him. I, I, oh! I don't stand. I don't stand, I don't stand for him a lot. Uh, I guess but I think Tom's he's not important. an ask a fan. I think. He's <laughs> 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 uh. hey, oh, why didn't we say as Commander? <laughs> wow. Why didn't we? Well, you Azkaban. did now. Well, now you did. you no, are going to be Azkaban from the show. Uh, fair enough. So, but, no, I do like Newt's Commander as a character. I think he's bored. But, okay, so let's go to ratings then. So, who goes first? Wait, can I do some trivia Mikey. real quick? No. I wrote down a few things of trivia. No. I'd like no, to. No, you can. Uh, so, besides the JK so then and on the two to the ratings. Uh, this is a fun fact. This is kind of widely known, but I, I thought it was interesting in case people didn't know this. Uh, Alfonso Cuaron uh, asked the kids, the main kids, Emma, Daniel, and Rupert, to turn in. Uh, a little paper on what ah, their characters report. are, essentially. That's fun. Nice. Emma Watson turned in a 16-page essay. Oh, of she my did. God. Uh, just like Hermione. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe turned in a one-page summary of his character. And Rupert Grint didn't turn anything in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Which Alfonso said was exactly what he needed to understand the characters. Uh, David Thillis accepted the role for uh, Lupin on advice from an actor named Ian Hart who we know played Quirrell. <gasps> because wow. Ian told him, quote, it's the best part in the book. You have to play it. Wow. And I'll say this. David, David took it and said, uh, working on a kid's movie was one of the best experiences he's ever had. Wow. I, I'll say this as well. David, I uh, before this film came out, I fucking hate like hated him as a human being because really? why? Because oh, dragon, because Dragonheart. Oh, 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 because he's, he's the king. Yeah, terrible human being yeah. in that movie. And I was like, fuck this mother, David Quaid. Meaning he did his job well. Yeah, sounds like yeah. yeah. he did Quaid a great job. Him up. Yeah, have you guys watched that shit? Man? Yeah, fucking amazing movie. Yeah, good. I mean, Sean Connery's a dragon. Anyways, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's that's just the trivia. Obviously, IMDb has a ton, but that was my favorite couple. That's uh, great. I'm to love it. So and then the JK wanting to meet him out of all the characters, Lupin. He is. I mean, she has now. Yeah. She's Corey, met, how do you feel about me. Michael Gambon? Then you're moving on, Cor- uh, Mikey. <laughs> we'll talk about it in the Goblet of Fire. In the Goblet of Fire. Uh, yeah. So rating, who is first? Mikey. Mikey's first. He has no guesses that this will so be. So one out of five. Stay within one out of five, you fuck. Wow. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? Also, <laughs> I'm a nice person. Also, no, uh, zero I'm, out of five. I'm so glad that you're happy to be. So I'm so happy you're here on the show. 
Thank you. For ha- thank you so much for having me again. <laughs> um, scale, uh, I must uh, implore you. It is a zero to five. Zero to five. Yes. Okay. Um, I would say, like, <laughs> I'm going to, all Tom's points, the first time I ever saw the movie, I didn't, I, and Caitlin, I didn't like how dark it was. I like the magic. I like the the red hallway or the orangey hallways. Now they're like gray and but also blue, go, blue and like green. Going to Hogwarts during the like beautiful clear night yeah. and also like starting the, like the movie it during the day, not mm-hmm. during this ugly night scene. Yeah. So I, I, when I was 15 and saw it, I think I would have given it a four. I'll give it like a four, six. Now I really like how it was made. I like, I mean, I, I guess I'm because of my friends, you guys make me pay attention to like we make you film, better film <laughs> narrative and how it's shot and how the you know visuals. Um, I don't like some of the things that were left out. There's film literacy. Film film literacy okay. was left out. Just no. there's just there's, the word you know, that he was. I know. For. Well, they okay. couldn't. Yeah. They would if they added any more. They would have to ask a cram. No. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I get, uh, oh jeez. Well, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Well. So, so four six? Ask a plan better. Um, <laughs> ask a I man, a you guys four, can six, shut up. But I really, really love the movie more now than when I was a kid. Um, great movie. It's not my favorite one. But uh, yeah, four or six. I, I really, I really okay. enjoy it more now than I did. I watched it twice yesterday. All right, who's uh, next? It's either you or me. Uh, what, what you want to do, Corey? I'll go okay. first. Okay. Uh, for me, I know it doesn't have Voldemort in it. And he's the... Uh, He's the Kevin Feige. He's of the, the hero universe. of the Harry Potter movies. I get it. Uh, no, uh, but I, f- for me, like the things you said were lacking are the mm-hmm. things I find more interesting about this film. Mm-hmm. Is it's more of a it's int- a Harry's, introspective film well, it's than more a, a Harry's movie, thing. right? It's an but you it's an introspective film rather than a a action adventure kind of thing. Right, uh, right. So, so f- the fuck up for me. Them. This is actually a five. I think this. Oh is, wow! This is wow. to me the most. Perfect film in the franchise out of all of them. That's kabam. So when I have the least amount of qualms with, mm-hmm. uh, and the, if if the only thing I would change is Hermione's hair, yeah. then I don't really have anything to correct about this film. Fair. I think mm, Alfonso Cuarón did a fucking phenomenal job. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, so I have to go next. Tim Tim Tom. Uh. Yeah, as a film, you know it's weird. Like I remember being a like remember being a child and fucking really not liking this movie, and then as an adult being like. God damn, I can't deny, baby. Um, <laughs> gangster move. Uh, I would say it's a f- four point eight. Ooh, 4. Wow. 8. Wow. So the nerd on nation was wrong. Again, mm-hmm. so wrong. No, so far I shouldn't be here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. All he uses the zero out of five scale instead of the one out of five scale. <laughs> All right, hey, Caitlin. Gotta keep it open. I'm a four point. You don't have to do that, Caitlin. Just say a number. Seven. There we go. Oh. Mikey's like, oh no. <laughs> I, dude, I stand by it. They left out my favorite part of the whole thing is that those guys created that map. That's fair. And, that well, is, Mikey, that and is, it was intercepted and like eventually Harry got it. That's don't worry, Mikey. All is lower than you anyways. You are safe <gasps> and are not the grump because it's me at a, at a four. brisk 4.5. Oh, wow. Wow. that's pretty good. So that means me and Tom were right. Mm -hmm. Tom and I. 
Hey, uh, people, people, people with the Nerd on Nation, if you want to get like inside scoop of like, you know, like ratings and all that stuff, like hit me up. I'll, you know, spread me some money. I'll be like, okay. No, I, no. Wait, do you like rigging okay. with the horse races? Like, okay, I know which one, you know. Do not let Tom be bribed. No, that's <laughs> a no-no. I know no. who's going <laughs> to. You nope. just see me like, hey, so well. If Tom tries to convince you that your bribe. Patreon page- payments now go directly to him, <laughs> don't, don't. Believe him, please. Uh, no, I'm going to Cabo, guys. <laughs> Why? To take Instagram pictures. <laughs> uh, Not quite. No. So uh, there you have it. Uh, Mikey was Ali's almost the grump. I was the grump. Uh, and now Mikey will be asked a band from the show. Correct. Just for the record, this it probably is my least favorite of the entire franchise. Not because it's not, I didn't like it, but I just, it wasn't my favorite growing up. If I watched them yes. all in a row now, my opinion would probably change. But it was always the one that I would tune out the quickest and do my homework. That's fair. I wouldn't be glued to this. I don't know why. I'm not sure why. I love that. Probably because it was dark, I guess. To me, I think that's like the fifth one. I love that when we go over (laughs) ratings and stuff, like that you know that your rating would change at a different point in your life. I wasn't ready for the films to, to mature. I wanted them to stay at home, like a happy, safe place. Yeah. I think Chamber of Secrets is my least favorite. Really? It's, yeah. kind, it's kind of a wow. lull for me too as well. Chamber, I think mm-hmm. Chamber of Secrets is the one that I like. That's fair. If they were like, you have to skip one, I'd be like, freaking Chamber. Out. It's, wow. just a, it's just a young it's a young Voldemort. Who gives a shit? Goblet <laughs> of Fire was it for me actually. Oh! No! Goblet of Fire was like one of my favorite books. Team wow. <laughs> I just didn't care. I was like, oh, damn. Okay. Voldemort's coming back. The Gillyweed? And part, then that the part. Water Dragon? The Triwizard yeah. Tournament? See, the, the the gillyweed stuff is just like that. Imagining that texture made me hate that whole. thing. I imagine it. You as, never had seaweed salad. Yeah, I was gonna say I have, seaweed salad. So good, but I not swallowing salad. a giant last night. ball of it. You had salmon gel. For no, me, I oh. I forgot. Oh, you fucked up. The emotion. Oh, no. Well, we'll talk. Oh, no, emotion, I'll talk about that's it. That's another. That's I was gonna another say. Day. I was about to describe a scene that I liked about it, but we'll save we'll, that we'll for save that episode. That. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, everyone, thank you for listening, tuning in. Mikey, thank you for being on the show yeah, many man. times. Thank you so much for having uh, me. Oh, wait, I forgot to give a shout out to the people who did guess Ali. Oh, as, yeah. So yeah. thank you, everyone, for hanging out and listening. Who was it? Hey, if you want to piss off our patrons, Tom, that is on you, you <laughs> Bubba. So thank you, for Corey, for listening to. But I will <laughs> honor and thank each and every one of them for voting. Uh, so the two people who voted for uh, Ali, I believe, uh, let's see here, are at the bottom here. We have Andy N., Voted for Ali. You got it Andy. correct. Shout out, Thank Andy. You. And Jackie. Shout out Jackie. to Jackie. Shout Congrats, out to Jackie. Y'all. Congrats. Congrats. can kill yeah. them. Give yourself a gold star for you the day. You guys are the, you guys the Grump Gasser. <laughs> I think we should start Ba-da-ba. keeping track of who gets it right a bunch. Yeah. And maybe if you guys get to like 10 or 15 guesses maybe something right, happens. maybe something happens. Yeah, so, so you know what? I'll keep so track. So. Let's start the new year. Let's maybe, start the new year this maybe way. Maybe I make a little house visit. New year, new no. games. I'll go. I'll go back. I'll go no. back and, and mark who was Tom. on the first couple weeks of January. You <laughs> said we'll you're gonna go back in time. <laughs> yeah. Maybe <laughs> I show up in a box or in a cake. Or something. So anyway, Ooh. thanks guys for tuning in today. <laughs> if you want to check out more stuff from us, you can go to nerdon.tv. You can find out all the stuff about Mandalorian or uh, the, update. the update or the Cable Crusaders. Crusaders. There's all sorts of stuff if you go to nerdon.tv. Mikey, thank you so much for being thank here, man. Thank you. I yeah. can't wait for four. It is my favorite I know movie. it is. Good time. Good to know. <laughs> we will probably yeah. quarrel or will we quarrel? quarrel. quarrel. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you again for listening. And I can't uh, ask a stand you. Uh, <laughs> uh, be sure <laughs> to drop a rating, a comment, or whatever you guys do, whatever the platform you're listening to this on. Um, and as always, Nerd On!
Ending broadcast.